the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. And I wish <laughs> come true. Ooh, darling, all I want for Christmas I'm Siobhan, and this is Siobhan's job. <laughs> Today I have with me a very special guest for my final episode of the decade. That's what that means, right? Yeah. This is the blossom of the decade. Adria Watson. Hey. Hey. I'm John, and this is Siobhan's job. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about today. We do. Um, I really want to talk about Lizzo. Yeah. Because Lizzo is blowing up on Twitter. Yes, she is. And do you know why she's blowing up? I do, because people can't stand to see a happy, fat black woman who <laughs> embraces her body and loves herself. How do we feel about the word fat? I have had this conversation with my friends over the last couple of years, and I definitely am in the realm of people who were like, I want to reclaim that word and have it be normalized like not normalized but like seen as something that's positive rather than um rather rather than a word that like is there to like put someone down right um plus size is weird because what the fuck does that mean (laughs) um and i've used like big girl or you know um or like I'm always like defining myself as like chunky but I just feel like it's okay to use the word fat and it not be negative I think I always want to be careful because I mean I've never struggled with my weight but I am empathetic to people who have struggled before and so I never want to like if I'm having a conversation with somebody that struggles with their weight, I don't want to be like, so how do you feel about yourself as a fat black woman? Oh, no, I get what you're saying. I, <laughs> I want to be very careful. <laughs> yeah. And I because I've constantly like struggled with my weight and I've always been bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like have gone back and forth. Like I know throughout high school and the beginning parts of college, like I have done that thing where it's like oh I'm fat and like said it in a way where I am putting myself down exactly but over I want to say like the last three or four years and people probably won't agree with me (laughs) with this and that's fine but I've been like oh no I'm fat or oh no I'm chunky and I'm not saying it in a way where I'm like but that's another thing sorry not to cut you off but I think it's what bothers me and I've I felt like that I've been talking about this since high school and sometimes when a girl will say like when she'll actually admit it like I am a big girl mm-hmm. and someone be like no, no no you're beautiful oh yeah I hate that shit I didn't I didn't say mm-hmm. I wasn't beautiful I know I know I'm like I'm fat and or like I like I said I constantly call myself like chunky and I, I just really love that word and so and but I'm not saying it for your, you to open an opportunity to be like but you're so beautiful 
Ooh, I almost cussed as I have been, but I was like, you can. I am. I am. I know this. I'm not telling you this because I want you to be like, but you're beautiful. And this is where I get into Lizzo, where she is embodies all of that, where she's so confident in herself and her body. And I love seeing her and like seeing her, seeing her like own who she is and being confident. And I know she's talked about how she's had to work on that. And she's still so open about, you know, having moments. But at the end of the day, she's just like, no, I love my body. I love myself. And you guys are going to deal with it. And I don't care that's if I, I make you uncomfortable. That's what I love. It's so emotional, like seeing her like be this, be this representation mm-hmm. because she could have easily had people in this industry, fans and all that. I know we've talked about this before, the way like fan culture, stan culture is and how toxic it can be. She could easily let all of that get to her and stop being her. But I've been a fan of Lizzo for a while and she's mm-hmm. constantly been who she is. Right. Like constantly. And I like, and I love, I don't know. I just love the love that she's getting. And I love that regardless of what people say, she's still like, I don't, I really don't care. And I'm going to keep being unapologetically me. herself. And like this whole thing with, her going to the Laker game with oh. her butt cheeks out. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I I get when people are like, oh, okay, like you sitting on some seats with your butt cheeks, but let's not pretend that hasn't been other celebrities and that this wasn't a conversation that we were having when other celebrities were doing it in when other female celebrities who are thin, skinnier, however you want right. to define them, like when they're doing it, when they have their bare ass out, because it happens a lot, right? It's Nicki Minaj. People aren't Rihanna. talking. People aren't talking about their bodies specifically. They're they're talking about how oh that outfit is trash. Like they'll say the outfit is trash, or they'll like praise the outfit. With Lizzo, they're like, we don't need to see that. And it's like, what are you talking about? That's and then they try to flip it and be like, well, what about the what about the kids? Trick daddy, lot of kids. Like what about that? <laughs> I, like, my favorite tweet I saw was just like, it's so easy to explain to your child. Be like, Daddy, what's that? Yes. <laughs> Those are ash cheeks. Son, that's an ass. That's an ass. <laughs> and it's like simple. Yes. There you go. It's very easy. And I think people try, they'll they'll say like, oh, okay, it's about the kids, but it's really not. It's you being uncomfortable with a black woman who is big, who is who's big, big, chunky, fat. And plus she doesn't size, mind. Me, plus size. Yeah. Uh, but like, who's all of the above? And she doesn't mind. You're so uncomfortable. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But like, no, it's fine. But you're so uncomfortable with seeing her be comfortable, and it, and it's infuriating. That's something that I see a lot, though. That's something, and I think it's, it. I think it is fat phobia, but I also think it's a little bit more than that. I think it's the idea with a black woman loving herself mm. is the root of it. Because I've seen so many times people say when a black woman knows she's beautiful, when she knows her worth, you're always supposed to, black women are always supposed to be going through this journey of self-love. Okay, what if I already love myself? Like, like what if I've already reached that point and I know that I'm beautiful? Then you need to dial it down. No. Like, oh, you're being narcissistic. You're taking too many selfies. You're doing this. I like the way I look. What's up? And there's nothing wrong with that. And another thing, so about Lizzo's outfit, me, I don't mind. 
I I don't mind. I butt cheeks all day. I follow Megan The Stallion on Instagram. Like I don't mind seeing <laughs> butt cheeks on my Instagram. <laughs> Never. I think some people were concerned about the outfit itself. Not really about her butt being out, but it was like, sis, you making all this money. Can we have the outfit look a little bit? Couture. Exactly. (laughs) And so that's also another argument that I've seen. And so I think, I do think it's fat phobia. I do think it's also a little bit of black women loving themselves. And then it's also like, sis, you making all this money. Step it up just a little bit. That's just my, my idea of it. Because I love Lizzo. Mm-hmm. People think she's getting annoying. And I don't really, I don't see her as annoying, though. I she's see her as... done annoying things, but she is oh. not annoying. Oh, can we please talk about... Was it What was it? Postmates? Uh-huh. <laughs> can I we please? I didn't follow that heavily. I saw that and I was like... Well. Mm, well, Lizzo. Well. <laughs> I am not going to say the woman's name. But she thought Homegirl was stealing from her. She thought she was taking her food. And so she has done annoying things. Absolutely. And I've also seen threads about her on. Oh, anyway, let me let me put let me finish that sentence. So she thought homegirl was stealing her food. So she takes the girl's name and I'm pretty sure she did her picture as well because they give like a little picture Mm -hmm. and then she put it on. I believe it was Twitter and she has since deleted it. But people were like, a lot of people were like, that's not cool. That wouldn't be cool if I posted that, but also someone of your platform, you put her name out there, you put her photo out there. That's not cool. That's not cool. And so I heard she is like suing her or something like that, rightfully so. And so I think, yeah, so she is, yes, I've just got confirmation that she is being sued by the Postmates driver that claimed (laughs) she stole her food. And so I don't know. I think even if she did, she didn't, but even if she did, you have this huge platform. Why risk it? Use it better. Like, and I've also seen threads about her on Twitter where it was, a, I guess, back home in Minnesota, I believe, where she's from or whatever. Um, yeah, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about sports. I just know that song. But she had said, this girl on Twitter had said that I guess Lizzo and a couple of her friends ate out. They ate, like, a bunch of food, didn't tip the girl. She's from Michigan. Sorry. She's from Michigan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, didn't tip the girl, and I guess they walked out, didn't even pay. And so she's just kind of like, I don't know, just several annoying things. I think that's that's where I am right now, where I'm kind of like, I think it could be, like, an attention thing. Mm-hmm. Some people just love attention. And so I think... But then you also get into this weird place of you don't have to like someone, but to resort to talking about her weight really bothers me. Yeah. Because even Ari Lennox, when she said, she's like, don't use me as an excuse to body shame Lizzo. I'm right. not here for that. And people, because people were comparing like Ari doesn't do that and or something like that. Me and Ari Lennox have the same birthday. I just want to say that. I love her so much. 
but... she reminds me so much of you yeah i was like but she reminds me so much of adria it's kind of scary her instagram lives that's a mood <laughs> that's definitely a mood but i think and also the big thing with ari lennox about her losing what was it the soul train award mm-hmm. how do we feel about that um after now that time has passed i like I, one, want to start off by saying I do think Ari deserved that award, but to the criticism with Lizzo, and I think this is the overall theme that's going on here, the criticism that surrounds Lizzo is a lot of the, like, in regard to her as an artist and also her as this personality on media, Um, not necessarily, like, saying her as a person, but her as this personality, as this artist as this entertainer the criticism around her you don't have to like her music i don't i I like i stand by that you don't you don't have to like her music you mean lizzo's yes yeah Lizzo's. but when people go as far as being like oh like her music is for you know white people or her music is um or i don't even know why she was nominated for a soul train award and she's not so if you listen and have listened to her music yes there is pop not gonna deny that but Y'all praise Janelle Monet and her sound and Lizzo, I'm not going to say is the same, but they have a lot of similarities with Agreed. their sounds. And Janelle Monet is a soulful artist. And mm-hmm. she's like soul funk. And that's what I love her. I've like put in the category with Lizzo. And soul funk. Yeah, okay. I can and see so that. I don't think that's a category, but like when I listen to them, I'm like like her, Cause I love you had a lot more of those funky kind of soulful songs on there mm-hmm. than there were pop and people don't know that cause they didn't listen to it. Cause they heard like truth hurts. Yeah. Which wasn't even on this album. It got added to the album as a deluxe when it started doing so numbers. Old. Yeah. It's like, I think like three years old. It's really old. And also good as hell was not on this album either. Right. And that's another old song that she's promoting cause she's getting numbers and good people as are, hell, juice. Those are all old songs. Juice is on this album. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Juice was on because I love you. Huh. Um, but, I stand corrected. <laughs> but it, it's like, it, like people didn't listen to this last album. They haven't listened to previous albums or her EPs, and they're like, "Oh, like Lizzo should never be in the same, you know, conversation as like these other women because her music isn't made." Like I've seen so many people say, like her music isn't made for like black people. It's made for like a white audience, which I've seen a lot more black women support Lizzo than I have seen like white people so but that's a whole nother thing um but the whole thing with going back to like the criticism that her with in regard to that award i do think ari should have won it because ari made this genuine oh like my god soul album and for the award show that should have recognized her for that and them not doing it was a bunch of bullshit shea butter baby was so god that album was so amazing like i i did i did like lizzo's album i did but when i think of soul even like listening to lizzo's music but when i think of soul i think you could tell that ari put her everything into that album and she wanted to make you could just a soulful album and that is like that album was like this new not new because it's like i'm like i know there are artists out there making her this sound that right. she's also making but ari lennox did 
such a good job such a good job shea butter baby oh i love that album and that it just didn't make sense that the award show that she probably should have won multiple awards at multiple didn't recognize that and i think it's hard like when you have because you know she said how important like soul train was to her growing up Mm -hmm. and so to put her heart and soul into a soul album and then you don't get recognized for it a lot of people are like oh well you know you can't sit here and pout you know happens artists all the time like it happened to beyonce with lemonade it happened you know blah 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 blah. and i'm just thinking like people can be upset right like absolutely like people can be upset it happens all the time but that goes back to what we were saying about how black women can't be a certain way without exactly people and i get it like people can say like oh no that's how like most women are no but y'all can let all these other artists be upset like y'all can let ariana grande be upset for not winning awards you guys can let taylor swift be upset for not being like getting awards you guys can let adele has not lost (laughs) anything but but like i'm pretty sure if she did y'all will let her be upset for not winning awards and me too (laughs) Um, but like y'all can let all these other women be upset these other women in music be upset for not like winning these awards and not getting recognition and all this bunch of stuff but like let ari lennox let lizzo go let summer walker go on twitter and talk about you know and talk you know use that platform to talk about how frustrated they are with being in this industry and people are me or even no name recently was like oh my um, on twitter talking about this but like let any of those women talk about their frustration with not getting recognition that they deserve because and they're being honest with it's like yes we don't do this for the recognition but it's crazy that we're not getting recognition let them like let them do that then you have people from all kinds like all sides of twitter coming in there and be like but be grateful for the position that you're in why are you upset you like um this doesn't make any sense here you are being a hater this isn't that and it's like it's not it's not even about that and, and that's what i mean by like it's it's so interesting to see black women who are famous get similar treatment to how you feel as a black woman who's not on that platform because there are times where i felt like oh i can't be upset about something because the world won't allow me to be or because if i do then i'm coming off a certain way or i don't want to come off a certain way if i am upset i think it also plays into it was a column that i had two months ago where i wrote about my nana um and i wrote about how a lot of the time that black women think that we have to be invincible Mm -hmm. and we have to, we have to be perfect. We can't make mistakes. We need to take on the world's problems. And so I think that plays into it to where when we see black women vulnerable, Mm -hmm. when we see them break, it's kind of like, well, what are you doing? Like you're supposed to be strong. You're not supposed to let things bother you. And I think I just, I, I don't agree with that at all, but I think, especially like with a lot of like the Golden Globe nominations coming out and a lot of black art not getting nominated, I think it happens every year. Yeah. And I don't know why y'all are surprised. I just, I don't, 
I get it. I get the idea of wanting to be recognized for your art. I just said that like about Ari Lennox because she put her heart and soul into that. And the Soul Train Award, that is such a, it's such a, a, a great recognition for black art. But when you start thinking, I, this is just my opinion. This is Siobhan's John, so I can give my opinions. It's fine. But I think when you want to be praised and recognized for your black art on a white platform, I just, I don't, I don't see the relevance. Like, I, I don't think that we need to be sitting here and offended that this mostly all white academy is, um, even if, I don't even know if they watched when they see us. Because I guess it was not nominated or whatever. It wasn't nominated for a Glo- Golden Globe, but it just recently got nominated for a SAG Award. The Golden Globes don't surprise me with the, their treatment toward any, like, community of color (laughs) i just don't i don't see why it matters at this point i just i don't get upset like with when it comes to the oscars when it comes to the grammys i think if you don't feel like you have a seat at the table build your own i don't feel like if you if you feel that your art is not being recognized in the way that it should then we need okay what happened to the source awards that's all i'm saying and i think people are upset because it's like the way I can see it is like being it being compared to like a societal standard like you grow up and yes like we've had black awards like specifically like black awards praising the work that we've done right but the problem with this industry this entertainment industry is that like so much of the acceptance that people feel like they need in order to be this credible artist come from things like the Grammys, the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the AMAs or whatever. Like right. so much of that comes from these like award shows where it's going to be hard for a lot of artists to get out of that mindset where it's like you don't need these awards for you to know that you're that you're killing it. Like you don't need these awards. You really don't. You don't need them. And it's so and because that's kind of like when you have these dreams and all that like to do a certain to do a certain thing like I've had friends who talked about like wanting to be musicians or actors and all that and like yeah you're not you're doing it because you love that but also like talking to them you hear them and they're like no I do want to win a Tony or an Emmy like that would be great yeah and it's fine right and it's just it's going to be hard for them to unlearn and kind of get out of that but I also for me I don't know I don't know why I don't know if this is just the way that I was raised but I mean there was a time when the Grammys didn't even televise right the hip-hop segment of the show and so I'm sorry there is no way some old white dude is gonna tell me what hip-hop is Mm -hmm. there's no way that he's gonna critique it for me hip-hop R&B um there's (laughs) no way there's there's absolutely no way when Kendrick lost to Macklemore. You're looking at that and you're going to say, ooh, they're, they're going to recognize me. They're going to know what hip hop is. Kendrick lost to Mac. I just, it, it blows my mind. Oh no. So I just, I don't, I just don't see the relevance. Ari Lennox, it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense with the Soul Train Awards. Perfect sense. But I get 
kind of where Jada was coming from when she said, Oscar's so white, let's boycott it. But you also have to show up at the black award shows. You do. Because you can't come out here and, and seek this white validation. You can't. But I don't even think. I don't think that white people have the mental or emotional range to critique black art. Me as a black woman, I don't know if I could be able to critique anything that I don't, the culture that I don't necessarily come from. Mm. I don't think that I would critique it the same way. And so I think it's the same thing when we look at, for example, like when they see us and how it didn't get nominated and people are really upset. Me personally, I haven't watched when they see us. I think because that's a story that my dad told me when I was little mm-hmm. because I mean, my dad grew up in New York. So it was, it was a real life horror movie that he was living in, mm-hmm. you know, black and brown men were being vilified. And so it's not something that I am even emotionally ready to watch. My dad is not emotionally ready to watch it. That's how I felt about Fruitvale station. That's exactly because you're from the Bay. Like it's, it was very real to you. And so I think a lot of the time, I mean, I don't, not, not with when they see us, but a lot of the time how black trauma is brought into black art. I have not seen Queen and Slim yet, but that's something that, and I know that you have, and I definitely want to talk about it. And I know that's something that I've been seeing on Twitter. It's like black art post Ferguson has become so traumatic. And I, I took a class here a couple semesters ago. And um, we were told to write on a piece of paper, like everybody in the class, was. we were told to write on a piece of paper, what do you think it feels like to be black? Mm-hmm. And me, I wrote about my proud history. Like mm-hmm. I wrote about how, what it feels like to be a black woman. I wrote about how proud I am to be Jamaican. I wrote about how proud I am for the art that my dad influenced me or showed me when I was younger and how it influenced me the person I am today. People in that class wrote about, it's so hard being black. I don't really understand how they do it. And I'm just like, (laughs) because that's literally how a lot of people see black people because it's how we're portrayed in the media. It's so, you can't walk out of your house. You can't, it's, I'm not going to say it's necessarily a picnic in the park every day because we do have to deal with the subtle racism, the overt racism, but being black is lit. Right. Right. But Queen and Slim, I want to know. I have several thoughts going through my mind, not only about (laughs) Queen and Slim, but what you were saying about um, art that's made for black people. And it made me think, because I've also been like watching Watchmen, which that show. I can't. It's so, so good. I can't. It's too much for me. It's so good. I tried. It's so good. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop saying it's so good, but it's so good. (laughs) Will, have you seen it? Okay, never mind. It's so good. Um but 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 there's a part um there's like this last episode and there is this part in there cuz my man Yahya Abdul-Mateen the <laughs> second is in this movie, is in this show. I love him so much. Okay, that was just a side note. But beautiful. Yes. Yes. So he is in this and um I'm not going to like do any spoilers or anything but there's just like this moment um you know from the start him and regina king's character are Mm -hmm. um married and so there's this moment between them in this last episode where 
and I saw people talking about it and I was like, oh my God, that's why I love this so much. Like I love this relationship that they have because it's not built off of trauma and her having to compromise like, you know, her well-being for this man or it's, it's, it's not, it's not, I'm not trying to say all portrayals of like black love and media are toxic because it's not, but there have been a lot more portrayals of black love and show like in not TV shows, but like in movies that aren't necessarily healthy. And so absolutely. And, um, it was like, and it was just like this really, it was, it was a really, really good episode. And I saw like, so like there was, there's this piece that I um, wrote, not wrote, (laughs) was read. Um, and (laughs) I wish I wrote it. (laughs) There was this piece that I read. I forgot where, um, I saw it at, but that was pretty much what it was saying that it was just like, this was just such a good, like episode that highlighted black love in a way that wasn't, that didn't seem like detrimental to the woman involved. And, um, I agree with you with what you were saying about how like post Ferguson, how we've, the content that we've gotten and the things that we've seen in regard to black art since then. Um, I just feel like everyone feels like they have to make a movie that's for shock value that is not necessarily like exploiting this this what's been going on but what they feel like they need to get white people to understand about our experience I don't know if that I makes feel sense. like not to cut you off but that's that's the thing that it is for me because I don't feel like these movies are for black people we live it every single day I think it's for white people to be to understand and I think it's kind of like for them to be like oh this is what they're talking about. I don't I don't think those movies are for black folks. I don't. And I um I think that with things like um cuz I know um Ava DuVernay has done since Ferguson like Selma when they see us and Selma is one of the best movies I've ever seen. No, yeah, no and so I'm getting like oh and I like so I think those movies like these like these yes. movies that highlight like, you know, history and like what's in in that are kind of like these I, I know there's a genre for it, but they're kind of like these documentaries that, you know, get turned into films. And there's a word for that. There is. It's it's called something. <laughs> but but these these films that, you know, Ava DuVernay has made or even um, with what there's a there's another recent one that just came out. Um, but with movies like that, I think those are important. And I think we should keep making movies about our history that aren't necessarily like slave movies. Um, mm. my mom is the one person I can think about who's constantly over slave movies. And she's just like, I'm not going to go and watch this. I'm not going to go and see this. I'm tired of watching this. I'm, and she, and she's valid in that and like is. being over it. My dad is the complete opposite. He's like, they going to watch this. Yeah. And, and <laughs> they go see it. And, and that's, and, and I get that too. And I get that too. And so like, my mom is just like, I'm over it. Like, I, I don't want to keep seeing this. And she loves like. And I get this from her, but like she loves sci-fi, she loves romance, like Hallmark movies, and she like I've had conversations with her and like my aunt, and we're like, man, it'd be great to like see more of these movies. Like I want, like we've had like romance movies, like cheesy. Oh, I loved me some cheesy black romance movies. Like yes. 
I eat it yes. up. And so like, and so it's just like, oh, let's have more romantic comedies that are cheesy like this. Like, why can't we have this cheese? Right. Like, <laughs> this Gouda. <laughs> this Gouda. I want this level of cheesy in my black romantic comedies. I don't exactly. like, and, and I, but I also want it to be, I also want it to be black as fuck. Like, I don't want it to be yes. sugar-coated. And, not sugar-coated, but I, not sugar-coated. <laughs> but, but I don't want it to be, like, <laughs> but I don't want it to be, like, um, where it's kind of, like, whitewashed because it's, because an audience can watch it more. Like, no, I like, I really like these hidden gem, like, mm-hmm romantic comedies that are on netflix that are black and and i think more movies like that should be made i think i i want to see more black people in sci-fi y'all like that's yeah that is one of my favorite genres i love octavia butler um i am currently reading parable of the sower and i'm just like wow if this shit was a movie people i don't think people can handle this like yeah (laughs) but it's but it needs to be like it needs to be a movie. That's the one where she can take on other people's... She's this empath. Like, she's, like, her superpower is being extremely empathetic. empathetic. And I'm, like... That's, that's what I thought, right. See, see, when I read books, I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> when I read books, I, like, go out into the world and be, like, yes, I feel this, too. So, like, mm-hmm. I've walked around and been, like, do I also have this? And, like... Oh, God. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> listen, that's just me my entire life. But I... Like, I was, like, I've recently talked about this, and I will not get over talking about this, but I just think that, like, I will say Octavia Butler, for example, I don't think people have touched her work, because if they did and did a terrible job, all hell would break loose. Um, But I just want to see someone do a good job at turning her work, because her work is something we haven't seen before. Right. For black art on film or television. Like, I think that would be amazing i think that uh, like i i know i i know that like black people would embrace it i think that it would be like this groundbreaking thing i think we, we would start to see a lot more diversity in storytelling if I, i'm not trying to say like her her body of work is gonna like set this forward right but because but- it's this because it's so it's this it's so unique in what it is that if anyone were to adapt that and turn it into like a film that I think people would be like, okay, like let's start telling unique stories with black people as the black people are very interesting with black people as our lead characters. <laughs> and it's, it, and in it, and I, but like to go back to like what you were saying, I agree that like with queen and slim. So I just like saw that and I think I'm going to rewatch it. I think the movie was beautifully directed. I love Melina. Mm-hmm. in everything that she does um visually i thought the cinematography was beautiful i just sorry i just recently um uh, was talking to a friend of mine this last weekend who like i think i believe she like works in la and she um she like gets to do stuff where she like reads scripts and all that i don't know um but she was talking about the lighting in this movie and how like how beautifully like and like the lighting and the coloring and how like beautiful they looked in like these dark these this like dark coloring on like black skin and how like oh, the yes. first time you saw that really happen and it be beautiful was in moonlight and oh, how moonlight was done so well and and the moonlight is another movie that i'm like we need more movies like that like absolutely we need more i thought after moonlight we would be just so did content i content was just gonna start rolling with these unique story 
stories to tell. Oh gosh, I love Moonlight so much. But but with Queen and Slim, like yes, visually it is beautiful. I love the actors. The story itself though, it the best thing that I saw <laughs> the best thing that I saw to describe this was I've never someone was like, I've never seen something so deep yet so empty. There was so much Ooh, packed into that movie. There was so much packed into that movie that I felt like was both unnecessary and I would and a little a little dramatic. And I like I, I'm not gonna like talk about details, but I just think that the writing could have been done be, like a lot better than it was. I think the story itself, I went in there thinking that it was gonna be one thing, and like I knew. I don't know. Like I, I went in there thinking that the way the story flowed wasn't going to flow the way it did and as dense as it was. I don't know Yikes. if that's making sense, but I don't know. I just I just wanted that movie to be better than what it was. And um the thing that I appreciate about Queen and Slim and the way that people are, you know, and the way people are critiquing it is that it's not just anybody critiquing it. It's a lot of one black people specifically black women yes who have been critiquing this movie and i love seeing that and i love seeing even um lena waith was like you know what no i appreciate this i think we should be the ones critiquing our own art we should. i think we should be the ones and it's in like the thing that i've i <laughs> i'm always saying is like dang black people are always so hard on each other and it's like because we know we, we know, know what we we know our potential like we know what we're capable we of. know what we're capable of lena wrote a great master nun episode it was so good and then queen and slim was just not it and i heard the shy is really good and the i know shy she is so good right on that show it's but then so queen good and slim was not good and so it's like we know your potential and if this is something that you just kind of threw together then sometimes don't i'm do cool it. on lena sometimes no i understand but <laughs> i understand um but just uh, it's there. just it's just frustrating Sometimes I think because I saw something that said. I don't I don't remember what it was verbatim, but it said sometimes I don't like when people say, did you like this movie or did you like this song or blah, blah, blah. I like when they say, how did you think that it was made? And that is something that I loved because I saw Parasite with you and like a couple other people. And regardless of how I felt about the film itself, I thought it was done so beautifully. Mm -hmm. It was made so well. And then the people that didn't like Moonlight, don't know who those people are, but you cannot take away how beautiful that film was made. That movie. The light, the lighting on black skin. Cause that's so important. Like when you, with shows like insecure, if you really pay attention to it, cause sometimes some episodes of Insecure are very, I love Insecure, but some episodes are like, okay, that was a miss completely. Cause some, it just seems a little just shallow to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. But the way that whoever directs it, the way that they light black skin, it's done so well. Oh my God. Oh my God. Especially Daniel's character. One of the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my life. Like just, oh my God, I could talk all day. But I think that's important. Like you said, when we have black people critiquing black art, because it's not about a bias at all. It's about 
us being honest with each other because I kind of sometimes I like when we are hard on each other because like you said we know what we're capable of we know how well we can do but also we know what we want and black people show up for each other mm-hmm. we show up and I see sometimes like oh well we don't vote black people vote okay we show up when we need to show up we show up when we need to support movies like Black Panther, black people showed up for that. Absolutely. In their African garb. <laughs> I just have something to say. My favorite thing about Black Panther is that, like, I've wa- I rewatched it and I'm like, mm, you know, like, I- I'm going to sit here and enjoy this movie. But my favorite thing was, even if we don't think it's good, we going to lie and say it was good. <laughs> Did you not think Black Panther was good? I thought it was good. I thought it was a but little cringy at part with Michael B. character, but, you know. Michael Bay Jordan. He is so gorgeous. Him being able to act sometimes, I think he does really well, like in Creed. Oh, he did great in Creed and Fruitvale Station. He did a really good job. He in that did movie. an amazing job, an amazing job. Because I remember, I remember him from when I was little. When the first time I saw him was in Hardball, a movie he did with Kino- Yes, that movie is so good. Oh my god. I could quote that movie all day. Oh, my God. <laughs> G-Baby. G-Baby. Okay, we need to, we need to, wrap, this we need to wrap this up. Okay. I love black movies. I do. Because sometimes I could talk to my white friends about movies. I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all ever seen Love Jones? <laughs> but I do love. Right, let's dissect Love and Basketball after watching it a billion times. Let's not. No, I mean, let's not do that now. But <laughs> Let's never. I'm kidding. But thank you so much. I loved this. I'm very sad that this is my last episode of the decade. I need to stop saying that like it's ending. It's not. Give this me a is month. The last episode of the decade. Oh, is it like Prince? Like party like it's 2019, you know? Like there we go. We going out like Prince. Oh, oh that wasn't right, no, Siobhan. That's not what I Please meant. Please cut that, Will. Oh, my God. I got to go. Okay, bye. <laughs>